right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Hi everyone, welcome to Higher Journeys. My name is Alexis Brooks and I am so glad that you've decided to join us today. Well, talk about me being excited about uh, an interview that I've been wanting to do for quite some time. Not a first time guest, but a guest who couldn't be more appropriate for the times right now. And I'm talking about Grammy nominated, world renowned, new age recording artist extraordinaire, Stephen Halpern. I have been, ever since all of this uh, backdrop that we're now dealing with uh, has been front and center, not really a backdrop, but front and center in our lives. I've been wanting to have Stephen on to talk to you all about the benefits of proper sound. And I want to uh, emphasize proper sound for boosting our health, boosting the immune system. Uh, there's been so much talk about it, obviously a lot of controversy about Hertz frequencies, what's good for you, what's not, etc. But I thought if there's one person that we could go to, I call him my go-to source for sound science, Stephen Halpern is that person. Well, we had a action-packed, and you'll find out how action-packed in just a moment, uh, lots of sound going on, but a very, very, uh, I think, positive, helpful empowering conversation about how sound how you can use sound in so many different ways including in your with your own voice to help boost your health so without further ado here is my interview now with mr stephen halpern hello stephen halpern hello journeyers how are you I'm going to apologize in advance if I sound a little breathless. I always love to share the real deal behind the scenes of what's going on, Stephen. So we got started recording and I swear, and I'm like, Mercury retrogrades over. I'm in the clear. No, the moment I press the record button, a chainsaw starts <laughs> next door. The neighbor decided to get a tree cut down. So fortunately, they have decided to hold off so the journeyers can hear you loud and clear. And I know that you're struggling with a couple of little throat issues. We're sending good energy, good vibes to you, Stephen. Uh, so much going on. How the heck are you? <laughs> Other than that, uh, reasonably okay. Uh, and like everyone else, feeling the impact of the isolation and just the, the pain of the fact that we really are going through so much pain on a planetary level and on a societal level. And as, as we've learned years ago, uh, we're not separated from other people. So even if we are feeling okay, there's still a pain and it's in the atmosphere, it's in the resonance of, of the energy field. So no day is as good as it was, but uh, I, because I, I do a lot of my work from home, I'm not out in the public all the time. So that's been a blessing. But boy, every time I do go out, you know, shop or, you know, to, to a meeting that I have to get to, it's a different world out there. It sure is. Oh, gosh. Thank you for coming right up front and saying that. I mean, this is the elephant in the room that I don't suppose a lot of us are ignoring. As a matter of fact, this is all we're really talking about. And yet I say, Stephen, the, forgive me, I'm going to say it again, the magic exists within the madness. And we need to find that little that little slice of magic that I know is there. And having you on, believe me, I've been so excited. Uh, having you on, having these sorts of conversations really does help all of us, uh, we're all in this together, cliche as it may be, it is the, the God's honest truth. There is magic to be found. And that's why you're here today. So thanks again. Uh, it's been two years since you've been on. I can't believe wow. it. 
two years. So you're well overdue. But the timing couldn't be better. We're going to talk. We're going to get right into this journey. We're going to be talking about how sound has an extraordinary effect on the immune system, whether deleterious or otherwise. We're going to be, of course, focusing on the upside of good sound for the system. So let's dig right in. Uh, I'm going to start with a very simple question. Why and how? (laughs) Well, let's start with this. Why does sound heal? And then how does sound heal? Why sound? Well, why sound? Because everything is vibration, number one. What we hear as sound is the audible portion of the spectrum that our sensory apparatus hears. But even if we don't hear sounds, we are still affected by them. Sounds below the threshold of hearing can make us very uneasy. And sounds higher can give us a headache. Uh, I remember when I bought my first plasma TV about 20 years ago or something, uh, it gave me a headache from day one, and I was always hungry. And I complained to the uh, store that I bought it from, and they said, no, it's, it's working fine. It turned out there was a little fan inside that was above the hearing range of most people. So they didn't notice it, so they didn't complain. I noticed it. I heard it, and the only way I found out was when I finally turned the machine totally off and unplugged it from the wall, heard the fan shut down, and made them come back and take the, uh, the TV away. Well, we respond to sounds all the time, and when we say sound is healing, I always suggest that we be a little more specific and say some sounds are healing, some music is healing, because a lot of it is not. A lot of it is is not intended to be healing. And when you use music like that, you don't get as much of a healing effect or can be undermining. Let me give you a couple examples. So when I started out and started hearing this new music, I was playing uh, music for new age audiences, meditators, yoga centers, etc. And I did not understand early on the implications of stress in the late 60s and early 70s, stress was not known to be as important a factor as as we found out it is. At the same time that I was coming online, uh, to mix metaphors, Hans Selye and the importance of stress of his research really started coming out. So the whole field of holistic medicine was, was coming uh, into uh, focus. And we found out that Many of the things around us are creating stress that we assume is normal. And I was one of these people. When I finally got my stress levels tested uh, by a doctor, they said my internal stress levels was off the chart. I thought this was normal because we don't feel what someone else is feeling inside. Well, what we also found out is that when you assist the body in getting into a relaxed state, our body naturally will tend to balance out some of the stress and create more positive situations. So it was uh, an easy pivot or an easy expansion of my work to look at the relaxation response. This was also when Dr. Herbert Benson Mm. released his book, The Relaxation Response. It was a brand new day. Relaxation until that time was, uh, if you weren't getting yelled at by your spouse or your boss, or you know, not being stuck in rush hour, rush hour traffic. But people thought that watching a basketball game was relaxing. 
And, you know, that's anything but with all the, you know, no, don't do that. Or, oh, I hope they don't lose. Or, uh, so there was a whole education about the reality of stress and unknown stress. And part of my focus was also to identify unknown and unidentified stress in music. Here's an example. Most music hooks us into the structure and takes us out of the context of being in the here and now. And that's H-E-A-R as well as H-E-R-E. Uh, the, the great book by, uh, uh, you'll, you'll know his name, uh, Eckhart Tolle, mm. uh, mm. on the power of now was what I was talking about starting in 1973 out publicly, that most music starts somewhere, goes somewhere, forces you to go on the uh, trail, feel what, what you feel in your body. When I sing this little pattern of ascending scales that you all recognize, it's the do, me, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti. And if I don't finish that, notice that you're probably holding your breath. Well, that creates stress. Well, internally and subconsciously, we are all being stressed by most music all the time because whether we're aware of it or not, by being an American and being brought up in a Western European culture, we are conditioned to music that starts somewhere, goes somewhere, and creates stress in the process. In fact, the classical music tradition talks about good compositional form being to create tension and yes. release tension. I was just thinking. So that. when I came into that, I came in as a trained jazz improvisation musician. I learned all of how to do that. But the music that I was doing did not start somewhere and go somewhere, it always was there. It was like Tibetan Buddhism with the uh, Tibetan bowls. The music is in the moment. And what we started noticing about when people would listen to my music, their breathing would slow down, their heartbeat would slow down. When we started checking brain waves, their brain waves would slow down. And these are some of the keys to how you can work with your body to enhance your body to uh, tap into the innate relaxation response and in so doing you support your body's innate immune system you in uh okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you i'm gonna stop yeah. you there because you hear the chainsaw they yeah. they did not oblige me we're gonna try to work through this journey years and if it's overwhelming i so apologize we'll do our best in post-production to try to eliminate it i'll have to deal with a neighbor that doesn't want to cooperate a little later, but please continue. I hope this doesn't throw you off, Stephen. Well, th thank you. So the reality then is that we can tap into and we can support our innate healing intelligence, our innate intelligence. And that's one of the things that music, like the music that I do, which was first identified on an album like Spectrum Suite, mm -hmm. and which is now available as chakra suite, I took it an, a, a level further that not just playing slow, relaxing music, but specifically in a way that also our bodies, like sonic acupuncture, we can tune up the body by nurturing and nourishing the chakras by resonating the individual chakras with the appropriate keynotes in music that also is a way that your body was designed to work. So if we give the body the right nutrition, and this is sound nutrition, mm -hmm. the body is going to be able to deal with stress better. Now, in the age of COVID-19, 
what we want to do is to enhance our immune system. So we not only well, want to get rid of some of the distracting sounds and the, and the uh, uh, tree cutting is obviously- <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe the timing's sound. perfect for this. Right. Yeah. And you could feel that in your body. Well, your body doesn't like it. We live in the world, but you know, if we can get away from it, if we can negotiate and, and maybe leave after they're doing, right now we're just dealing with that. So we can try to bring some more positive sound in uh, is one thing. One of the other things I did was to, uh, to add subliminal affirmations to the music, the anti-frantic music, which was the first way I was describing it back in the 70s, now we call it inner peace music, Stephen Halpern music, was to add subliminal affirmations that build onto the immediate relaxation response of the music and communicate with your subconscious. So in an album like Optimal Health at the Speed of Sound, I combine short positive statements, which are affirmations, that your, your mind, your subconscious mind, hears and responds to without you having to do any more work other than just to listen to it and have it even playing in the background. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason I developed my, my series of uh, subliminal affirmation programs was because I needed it myself. I needed something to help me relax. I needed something that was legal, non-addictive, non-fattening, and that I didn't have to go to another office. I could do it at home. I could self-medicate with music and that was really when the field of uh, sound healing started getting out to the public. Before I went on my first national tours in the mid-70s, no one was talking about sound healing publicly. There weren't any uh, articles in Yoga Journal, New Age Journal, East West Journal. I Why? Read all the Why do you think? I'm sorry. Why do you think that is something that seems so um, obvious in the way you're explaining it? Why did this not well, they all, there was very little research on it, and it just wasn't something, music was entertainment. When I finally got my, my first uh, uh, Grammy nomination in 2012, I had, my album was called Deep Alpha, Brainwave Entrainment Music for Meditation and Healing. Would you believe that uh, the Grammys and Billboard called me up and said, you have a spelling error on your album cover? I said, what do you mean? He says, well, you spelled entertainment wrong. And I said, no, no, no. The word is entrainment, and they didn't know what entrainment was. Well, entrainment is the fact that if the way our heartbeats and our breathing are set up are just naturally, physiologically engaged, an external rhythm will cause your heartbeat to immediately match that speed. So I could cause your heartbeat to speed up. I could do it with my voice. I could do it with intention, or I could slow it back down. So when I'm in the studio, I am always in a very peaceful, relaxed state, or I don't record. It's because even if the notes were right, the music would have an energy of stress coming from my my physical Absolutely. Being. And uh, one of the other doctors that did some great research on this was Dr. John Diamond, that the stress level of the musician is encoded into music. And uh, when I was at one of the first uh, Brain Mind uh, conferences, I heard Dr. William Tiller say some things about uh, uh, quantum physics and other things that I understood that music is a, can be a carryaway for consciousness. Absolutely. And, right, and particularly if you're putting out healing music, you want to have the musician aligned with that 
rather than just uh, accidentally playing something that, that you like. Enjoying music is, is more healing than not rejoying, uh, enjoying it, but that is not enough to get a real positive uh, respect. You want to make more informed choices. Absolutely. And that's one of the things yeah. that, that I've been you know, promoting for the last 45 years. So a couple of questions there. First, a comment in terms of the mindset of the practitioner or the artist at the time that they're creating uh, something, even in meditation, this is something, Stephen, that I have always felt and have heard as well. Do not bother getting into a meditation practice if you're in a funky mood or if you're feeling out of sorts. I don't. <laughs> and these days, there's a lot. I think that's why a lot of people are having a hard time meditating because instinctively they feel that they it, it's a futile endeavor when you're not uh, when your field is not in alignment. So I, I completely get that it makes perfect sense. Now, here's my question. The, there is so much talk about Hertz frequency and the proper Hertz frequency uh, for healing for, you know, it said 741 Hertz to cleanse infections and 528 Hertz to repair DNA, 432 to for overall healing. And I know there's a lot of controversy there, but I feel so strongly in what you have to say with all of your experience. What are your thoughts on actual numbers, frequency that we should be looking for? I think those are all good. There's not a lot of research really done on that yet. Uh, another big issue is whether music at 440 hertz or 432 hertz is, is more healing. Uh, I go back to the one of the scientists that I worked with in my early research, uh, Itzhak Bentoff, world-class yes. scientist. We had that. Yeah, I know who he is. Yes. And Dr. Andrea Puharich. And they pointed out that like acupuncture, if you get the needle, I don't want to get all ink, if you get the needle close enough your body, to the acupuncture point, it doesn't have to be right on it, but your body will adjust to get the benefit. I believe that if you get close enough your body, and, and, give your, and just be there, present with the music, uh, what I've seen is that uh, at least with music tuned, whether it's A440 or A432, a little bit lower, which has some more cosmological correlations, either way, if you get the body into a relaxed state, the electromagnetic field around the head will entrain with the dominant electromagnetic field of the earth, that's known as the Schumann resonance. Mm -hmm. How do we get there? We get relaxed. If the music is making your heartbeat beat faster, you're not relaxed. You can't most people cannot relax with a heartbeat above 60. My relaxed heartbeat is about 44. Uh, and that is a real good state for me. That's where a lot of my music helps people automatically reset their own nervous system when they're in the presence of not silence, but relaxing ambience in the sound spectrum. So my experience is if you're working with a practitioner, if you're working with yourself, if you have a bowl at home, I mean, in a perfect world, everybody would have a Tibetan bowl or a crystal bowl because that's a kind of sound healing that you could do for yourself. But most people are not musicians. They can't play healing music. So that's why whether you're listening on CD or listening even now with streaming, uh, choose your playlists wisely mm. and keep it going. And, and in addition to just having it on in the background, spend at least a couple of minutes uh, every day just receiving the music and being open to receiving the gifts and the blessings of healing music. Uh, and it's, it's, it could be that simple. And I joke because I also come from New York. Uh, when I first approached the Music Therapy Association, 
Uh, I was looking for music to help me relax. And they said, well, the classical music, you know, there's only one thing that we do there. And if you listen to this piece for 20 minutes, you'll get relaxed. And I would say, I come from New York. I don't have 20 minutes. What do you have that will get me there in a minute? Oh, there's no music that, that can do that. And then I showed them my research. And I said, there is music, but it's not your traditional classical music. And there was a big uh, problem in the field. A, a lot of progressive music therapists picked up on that and started incorporating that. And a lot of them said, the only music we're going to listen to is classical music. And most of the classical composers were not composing for healing, not composing uh, composing for relaxation. So if you use music, it's like drinking coffee and trying to go to sleep. It's the wrong drug to get you to sleep. Absolutely. Wrong combination. And it's the same. Music can be like a drug. So if it has built-in stress factors or built-in fast, the same things you use to work out with, it's it's going to be make it harder for your body to do what it naturally wants to do, which is to tune in, to get balanced. And that's why one of my phrases that I've used at the Expos for the last number of years is we want to entrain your brain, tune your chakras, and balance your biofield. And music can do this. The right music can do it. Most music is not intended to do that. So the power of intention is another very important concept to understand when you're working with sound and music. I love classical music and I keep thinking, I'm actually playing a piece in my head as we speak, Stephen. Love this piece. It is by Tchaikovsky. It is Fantasy Overture performed by Claudia Obato and the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, my absolute favorite. However, as you're describing how classical music by and large is not designed to heal, but to erect emotion, that yes. piece has to be one of the most powerful in crescendo and building up and crash and then coming down. And I can completely, even though I still love the piece, I always will. Oh, yes. I can completely see how that could be if let's say you were going to listen to it or relax, that wouldn't be the piece. That's not doesn't make right. it bad. It's just not for healing. And I exactly, and I, I I honor the great masters, and there's so much great music out there. But as you said, you want to use it judiciously and appropriately. And again, understand that most of that music was not composed for relaxation, and nor should it be. It's like just like if you go to a buffet, you don't eat everything all the time. You choose what you want or what your body needs, right. and that's another principle. You have to find out what works for you, as opposed to. Uh, what may work for somebody else. Uh, there are a lot of couples that have had a lot of uh, domestic squabbles and a lot of divorces. I, I was early on working with Dr. Virginia Satir, and it was the music choice of the husband that forced the wife to listen to stuff that drove her crazy, mm -hmm. and he wouldn't change the channel, and ultimately they got divorced. They were arguing all the time, and it was the music in the soundtrack of their lives that was bringing them apart. Isn't that something? But no one considered that. Dr. Satir heard me talk about that and brought that into her, her work, and she was one of my very first supporters, Dr. Virginia Satir, a great marriage and family counselor, brilliant woman. Interesting. So here's my question, another question. Let's say we find something, an individual finds a piece based on your thesis that uh, we're talking about a completed scale, we're talking about not cutoffs and crescendos, but something that appears to be calming. What can an individual do to sort of monitor that this is in fact healing for me would you listen to your heartbeat what what would you suggest exactly well the first thing is 
you can notice your heartbeat is slowing down and you could typically count your pulse. So if it's 60 beats per minute, that's one a second or less, that's a good sign. Your breathing will be deeper and slower. So those are two things. Most people can't feel their brain waves or know if they're shifting from uh, an alpha wave to a beta wave to the uh, deep theta state. Uh, that's part of the reason I, I started my research on my brainwave entrainment albums, working for, with myself. Can I feel the difference between being in an alpha state and a theta state? And it turned out you can. Uh, I could. And that's why I, I have some of these entrainment built into my more recent recordings like Deep Alpha or Deep Theta, Deep Theta 2.0. And uh, the main thing is pay attention to the breath, pay attention to your heartbeat, pay attention to both. It's very simple biofeedback. You don't need equipment. You could just feel it. I mean, you know if you're taking a deep breath or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the earliest and most common psychotechnologies is you hear in so many workshops or so many sports uh, training said, okay, before you do your dive, before you're at bat, take a deep breath, center. And sometimes, and what Bentoff also pointed out, is that reflex happens so quickly, but how many people, the answer is a lot, never take a deep breath. I hear you. The entire day. I, I, listen, I just did my live stream Friday, Stephen, and it's so funny how I, a little voice said, tell the journeyers before we get started to take a deep breath. Let's do it right now. Yeah, let's do it together. Let's try one more time. I think we were out of sync. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, one, do two, let's do it. Let's do it. You lead it. It's okay. your show. One, two, three. so good oh my god it feels so good and people like ah, i know i know about that but how many times are we not doing it exactly i said yeah i said on the show friday i look I, body is very intelligent and knows how to keep breathing but the question is is it a conscious breath so yeah let's talk about vocal you know in terms of the, we're going to be listing a lot of your cds by the way because i know people are going to want to grab them particularly for immune uh, system boosting but what about the power of vocal toning what can folks do and what types of sounds would you recommend be practiced for immune system boosting? When I first was on tour and doing workshops, I would do two-day workshops. So I would cover vocal toning. Uh, when I first found out about it, I flew out to uh, Colorado where uh, Laurel Elizabeth Keys, who wrote the book on toning that started everybody else off, was doing uh, what she was doing. And the simplest thing is to start with the English vowel O, but we should, I, I believe we should be on good terms with all the vowels. So if you haven't had a good vowel movement lately, <laughs> you can tone with each of the vowels. It is an elongated, sustained vowel. So let's start with the O. O. And there's a reason that O and OM are related. That makes it a little more uh, sacred and a little more powerful. But what she would recommend was give yourself a little vocal toning cleansing and an internal massage to start low and a little bit like a siren or like, uh, well, oh. so starting low and just coming up without straining gives your body a vibrational massage. So doing that with each of the vowels, 
you will feel that each vowel feels a little different. Mm. It'll feel different if you come down, but that's one of the simplest things you can do. If you're by yourself in your car, whatever you could do it, uh, as you're walking on the street, I used to joke that when I would visit New York, I do I would tone as I was walking on the street, and the muggers back in the 70s and 80s would leave me alone. Now people are talking to themselves all the time, but <laughs> no they have deal. phones. Right. Back then, it was just they were either crazy or there was somebody towing. So that's something that we could all do. And you don't need to be a trained singer. You just need to do it. You can do it in the shower where you have the sound of the shower around you, where you have the reflective tiles in the shower that make you sound better. Right. Don't do it in a room full of uh, curtains and carpet. That's going to absorb all the sound. And if you find a reflective area, like a, 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 a certain tunnels or a hotel stairways or some place in your home that makes your sound or your voice sound better, hang out there. You what always about, find a musicians singing there. What about holding your, cupping your hands? I'm thinking for people, I, I was immediately thinking this would be a great way to start a meditative practice, but in where I meditate, there's lots of carpet. So what if you were to make a tunnel with your hands? It, it's not the same, but of course now in COVID times, that's also a way not to spread spread stuff. But if you're buying yourself, or if you, you know, I haven't seen any research on toning with masks on, but even a little bit of toning goes a long way. I mean, one of the things that was so fascinating about working with Puharich and Bentoff is that they invented apparatus, scientific measurements that could show how quickly your body will shift state to get into a more balanced situation and you go, wow, how could it be that simple and that quick? Well, that's the way we were designed. Mm -hmm. You know, talk back to the, you know, the designers about that. But the reality is we have to, we don't get taught how to play this human instrument. That's why my first book was called Tuning the Human Instrument, putting that concept out there and, uh, Part of my work over the years has been to remind people how simple some of this is. There's a little bit of do-it-yourself toning. We do some things with rhythm that are good, with, with you know, Drumming. patterns with hands. But also it's what you listen to. It's getting rid of some of the annoying noises outside. It's communicating with your neighbor's uh, uh, tree cutting company. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> They're doing and, some and toning. We, we don't have time to get into some of the other things. I have a muggle's neighbor uh, who has a very noisy uh, pool motor. I've offered to buy them at my expense a quieter motor because that sound, as soon as I walk out my door, I'm assaulted by their sound. Yeah. And they refused. I mean, that's be better for them too. It, it makes no sense, but they are muggles. I'll tell I you guess. something. We're yeah. both we're both sound sensitive people. You and I have had this conversation before, Stephen, and I have always had uh, a question: Do are there people who enjoy discord and sound? You think of, I mean, I'm thinking of these tree guys, and we're gonna they're gonna be they've now become a part of the archives of higher journeys. They will be forever evergreen as they're chopping the green tree down. Mm -hmm. Think of the people that do this work all the time, landscapers, people that ride motorcycles. God yes. bless them. All, I cannot understand for the life of me, but maybe I'm missing something. Why would you want to surround yourself with discordant noise all the time? Now we're going into psychology, but do you have any quick thoughts on that? A lot well, of people do. Right. It's, it's two things. With, with, with motorcycles, it's also the vibration, but the noise is certainly a factor. 
and and some of the sounds of some of the motorcycles are are copyrighted and trademarked. Uh, the reality is some people's nervous systems they come into this uh, incarnation attuned to noise or they need it for other reasons and uh, also if you've been listening to a lot of loud sound you damage your hearing and this happens to a lot of musicians yeah. and the guys who are chopping the trees they have lost half of their hearing yeah so they don't hear the same things that we hear so it doesn't sound the same to them when i complained to some of the people when i was buying a refrigerator years ago and i complained about the noise the uh, salesman said what do you mean i don't hear anything well maybe he didn't the noise was there i heard it my hearing tests show that i hear off the scale of an audiometry mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. labs of unusual in, in that respect but it but it means that that sound is there and if you're sensitive you have to be aware of that and take some steps to balance out some of the other stuff around why why some of the people again the more damage you do dr john diamond again uh talked about that if you switch your whole physiology your whole life is switched and that which stresses most people will be uh uh, that, that what stresses most people for you is enjoyable, is strengthening. And if you're living with someone like that, that's going to be a real tough, tough uh, thing to put Absolutely. together. Absolutely. Always oh. going to be, you know, stressing each other out. Right, right. Well, speaking of being stressed out, <laughs> boy, am I going to, I'm going to have to really take a deep breath and do some toning before I go outside and let them know how they broke the, uh, the, 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 the deal we had. Anyway, for that reason, Stephen, I'm going to wind this down because I don't want you to be stressed, me to be stressed, and certainly the journeyers to be stressed by the chainsaw in the background. Whoa. And well, we yet, got a lot of the key points out there. We did. And, you know, here's the here's the beauty of it. Let's look at the glass half full. There was a reason they were there today. Was this not relevant to exactly what we were talking about? So I'm going to actually go and thank them. <laughs> Once we finish. And they, did, and they did, you know, keep off, you know, I mean, they have a job amount of time. Of so course. we understand I, some of their things. I, yeah. uh, the fact that they even stopped for as long as they did yeah. is remarkable. Right. I've tried that many times and they just People look at me and say, get the oh, hell out of here. And it's not their fault, certainly. No no one's fault here. So it worked out. So journeyers, I hope it wasn't too bad for you. Listen, let's get a couple more things in real quick. Let's talk about yeah. Patreon. I'm so excited. Now, because of the sound uh, problem, right. I don't know that we're going to be able to do the after show. Uh, plus, I want you to go get some rest so you can get your voice and your toning together. However, right. you were kind enough to offer exclusively to our patrons a track from, I, I hope it'll be an immune system boosting track of one of your uh, great pieces. I don't know. Have you have you thought of what you want to? Uh... Yes, I would say track one of Optimal Health at the Speed Ooh. of Sound. Because what I do is I take some of my favorite tracks favorite music and i add subliminal affirmations so you get the best of both worlds Perfect. and uh, i've had some people say well why don't you compose all new music for your subliminal well nobody does that most of most of my competitors use one soundtrack for everything i at least you know bring lots of variety in there but this way the music itself is going to be relaxing and, and immune system enhancing and then the affirmations target your subconscious. Because the beautiful thing about subliminal affirmations is just like your heartbeat responds to an external rhythm, 
if sound comes in and, and affirmations come in, our brains are able to he- perceive it, even if we don't audibly hear it. I mean, there's, you know, there are some people that say the whole field is a hoax, and they're paid to say that. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the research that is real proves that, that the, uh, I mean, the military uses uses. Yes. Uh, when I first started to talk, uh, Dr. Mason Rose came up to me in uh, L.A. and said, we use subliminal affirmations. I use it to teach uh, Morse code in World War II. <laughs> so anyone who tells you that subliminals don't work, they're just selling you, you know, something else. They Absolutely. don't want you to know how to use your own nervous system and your own brain and your own mind. Absolutely. So that's that's the one I would suggest at this point. And, Perfect. And, and just be there with that. Okay. So journeyers, if you haven't uh, come on over to our Patreon yet, now's time to do so and get uh, get that uh, lovely gift that Stephen has so kindly uh, donated for us. So, and, and one other thing, if I could just add, absolutely. on my YouTube channel, uh, I've put out a chakra balancing meditation with sound and colors. So that's now available for free. You used to have to either come to my workshops or conferences or buy the DVD. Now it's available for free. And watch that. And you get the sound and the color and the balancing. And this is something that that's available now. Make sure you give give me that link, Stephen, so I can make sure that it's in the description. Sure. We're going to have a whole slash Stephen Halpern music. Okay, but I'm going to get that specific link yes, so I'll we can put people right over there. All right, that's oh my god, this is great. Listen, before we go, speaking of Patreon, it's time for the Patreon shout out. So bear with me, Stephen. I got to say hi to sure. the journeyers. I'm at the M's and a couple of P's. We'll start out with M N M N, Marshala, Martin, Michelle. Miriam, Paul, and Peter. And I was laughing when I when I got Miriam, Paul, and Peter. All we need is Peter, Paul, and Mary. And we've got some music uh, on the Patreon team, too. <laughs> so thanks, right. guys. We appreciate you. Listen, one more quick announcement. Maybe two. Conscious Commentary in the Garden. We've got a whole bunch of shows coming up. we got live every other Friday. This Friday will be Conscious Commentary in the Garden. Uh, we'll have some great stuff to discuss there. And as always, if you like what you're listening to, who wouldn't enjoy this sound scientist uh, extraordinaire, Stephen Halpern? And he's been on the show a few more uh, uh, several times actually at this point so please consider subscribing to higher journeys on youtube we'd so appreciate it youtube appreciates it as well so thank you for that uh let's see if there's anything else listen i just want you to feel better and keep making that music and here thank you for all that you do my god i have to tell you that my my dear friend sahar shout out to you when i told her you were coming on this week she's like oh my god i love stephen helper and i use his music in my nonprofit. she has a wonderful nonprofit called brio integrated theater which is arts for all people with and without disabilities and your music has played an integral role in her uh healing production so just oh, that's, so you know. that's wonderful Yes. That's wonderful. And in fact, I was just told a couple months ago, I got called by Dallas uh, Morning News newspaper that the Texas Rangers Law Enforcement Agency used Spectrum Suite as part of the hypnosis of witnesses to get people into a relaxed hypnotic state. Now, how did the Texas Rangers find out about Spectrum hmm. Suite? That I album wonder. hasn't even been available in that name for over 20 years. Isn't it any so surprise? My, my music has reached so many different areas that I had no idea that would happen when I started out all those years ago. It's because it works. And if you pay attention and you 
Watch, you will feel the difference. And that's really the key. I love it. God bless you. Keep doing your thing, man. And I'm honored to know you. you. So thank you so much. You don't go anywhere. I'm going to say goodbye to the journeyers. You hang out with me for a minute, Stephen, because we have a few parting words before we hang up. And then I'll have a few parting words for the guys next door. (laughs) I love you, journeyers. We will talk to you soon as always. Thank you for tuning in to Higher Journeys. Take care.